Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation about a company that really caught my eye at Hims this year due to their exceptional social media and marketing efforts. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Ian Walker, Director of Business Development for Cure MD. Ian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joe. Good morning to you. It's a pleasure having you here. Good morning. Before we get into our discussion, could you give us a little bit about your background? Yes, I'm the Director of Business Development at QMD. I'm a financial analyst by background and by academics. I have been with the organization for over eight years, and during my time we've seen a lot of shift both in the healthcare industry in general, and I've played a key role at QMD in cultivating relationships both in the marketing front and the business development sales front. So we've established teams internally for marketing and for, uh, for sales, and that's primarily my, uh, my milieu. Perfect. Could you take a minute or so and give us a 10,000-foot overview of CureMD and what you do for the market? Absolutely. CureMD is essentially is an all-in-one system. It's an all-in-one health IT solution that encompasses everything on the administrative side, the financial side, and the clinical side. So it's, it started as a practice management system back in 1997. That's the inception of the system. And thereafter, it evolved into a whole lot more so tied pieces together from the administrative and financial sides into the clinical sides and uh, made it an all-in-one 360-degree solution. So that's essentially where it culminated into. And then thereafter, we established population health management, several apps for patient engagement, and also revenue cycle management as being one of the services that currently provides. Outstanding. So you have over 100,000 users, 35 specialties. You've won numerous awards as you continue to grow. You're currently number one in class for SAS EHRs. First, congratulations for that. And second, what are you doing that is differentiating you from the competition in a way that industry keeps recognizing you? Thank you. Yeah, for the class recognition, I'd just like to mention that's something that we're very proud of as well. We've consistently maintained that ranking. But I think the question that you asked also about the differentiators for QMD, QMD essentially was born as a practice management system, but then we realized very, very early on that the need for accessibility in such a solution, the need for adaptability in such a solution, but essentially that the need for affordability in a solution as such was paramount. We had to tie all these things together. We had to make sense of what was needed at the time and then try and utilize resources that were available to us to present a solution that talked to the audience on all these three avenues. So accessibility, affordability, and adaptability was at the heart of everything that QMD did, and that was part of our ethos here at QMD, and we developed the solution from the ground up. So although it was a practice management system at first, we learned very early on the need for there to be integration between the back office and the front office, between the clinical portions and the financial portions, and for there to be a crystal clear insight into the practices operations for the people that managed it, for the people that owned it. So on that front, we designed the solution from the software perspective, but we also learned that there was complementary services that could aid physicians especially to make decisions more freely and not be bogged down by the administrative and financial hassle of chasing after their claims or uh, the amount of denials they were experiencing. So we launched the Revenue Cycle Management Initiative specifically with that in mind to try and ensure that the solution on offer was providing providers with the utmost tool set both technologically and on the administrative front with back office support. Outstanding. Thank you for that. 
QMD provides guarantees for meaningful use and ICD-10. Having helped many large health systems with both of those initiatives, I recognize that's a big challenge. And further, the challenge goes far beyond just installing software and making it work. You've got to jump in and really participate in the workflow. How are you approaching meaningful use in ICD-10 such that you can provide a guarantee on both of those? Meaningful use, I think, was one of the essential bits when you look at health IT in general, you look at EHRs, that's part of the essence of such solutions. They have to be able to provide users and clinical users with the easiest approach to attaining meaningful use objectives. So on the technological front, again, we designed meaningful use dashboards, meaningful use driven templates that assured the providers compliance with each of the meaningful use measures in real time and made sure that they were able to track those performance measures as well on a real time, in a real-time constant basis. Outside of that, we devised a consulting division. QMD has its own consulting arm that provides, again, our own user base with an insight into not only the technological aspect but the administrative aspect, the, the actual operational pieces of meaningful use. So to try and gauge their compliance and then be able to suggest workflows, improvements, and ensure that they're meeting the meaningful use objectives. So that's basically what we've done with the meaningful use compliance division and consulting arm at QRMD. We're trying to help in any way that we can to help providers accomplish meaningful use, understand the true meaning of meaningful use, and be able to then assure that that compliance is maintained throughout the year, throughout their usage of the software. On the ICD-10 front, again, we are devising a similar consulting division that's going to help providers with the transition it is going to help providers with uh, understanding the differences between ICD-9 and ICD-10. On the solution front, we've been the first to invest as early as at the beginning of last year. We were the first to invest into a complete crosswalk that was built into the heart of the system to allow for physicians to understand the complexity behind ICD-10 and try and simplify it by presenting both the ICD-9 and ICD-10 equivalent codes or corresponding codes in the same screen or in the same section of the program to allow them to be able to create their own hot lists, create their own preferred diagnosis list and not have to select from a barrage of diagnosis codes that would be thrown at them once they selected the ICD-9. So again, from the technological perspective, we've been the first to invest in such initiatives that will reduce the amount of cognitive overload, reduce the amount of redundancy, reduce the amount of questions on the provider's front by uh, allowing them to make decisions faster. But on the consulting side, we understand that the need for there to be a hand-holding exercise, for there to be somebody to coach and guide providers on how to accomplish their meaningful use compliance, ICD-10 compliance, and make sure that there are little to no questions asked. I know that's very valuable. One of the things we've talked about on this show is there were 2,000-plus certified vendors for meaningful use one and over a 1,000 vendors never brought one customer to meaningful use. So having a full program that not only helps your customers get there, but guarantees is certainly commendable and probably part of what makes you number one in class. So, again, congratulations on a great job there. Thank you very much. You mentioned population health, and I know you have something called ICE. What can you tell us about ICE and how your customers are taking to it? Well, currently ICE was a division that was formed, again, sometime around 18 months or 24 months ago. This was an initiative that we really believed in 
And we believed it wasn't essentially aligned with a particular program such as ACOs or patient-centered medical homes, but it was something that was broader than all these initiatives and had to encompass not only a data set, not only a, a volume of information based on the QMD clientele, but also any network outside of it. So it was a very advanced initiative on our part to uh, invest into a broader umbrella, a, a larger umbrella, and be able to tie the pieces together. So basically, the solution has the components uh, for communicating with multiple data sources so that it can generate by itself gaps in care reports, which can be generated in real time. These are initiatives that obviously help accountable care organizations, ACOs, comply with their specific programs and measure sets, but also patient-centered medical homes or clinically integrated networks or IPAs for that matter, to create customized versions of their provider compliance or programs, repositories and registries, and then be able to pull the information together within a network of physicians and ensure that they're all on the same page and they're all performing in a desirable manner. Furthermore, we're now working on predictive modeling and transitional care tools, which will allow medical directors to take the information to their member physicians so that they can address the need of the hour, the interventions that are required in their care of the patient in real time and not have to wait for three months old claims data or three months old information coming out of different disparate sources. It's that, again, that belief that we have that these various disparate sources, the communication has to be fluid, it has to be real time, it has to, systems need to be able to communicate with each other without depending necessarily on third parties or aids that come out um, standalone systems or software. And that belief, I think, has led us to invest hugely in population health management, in QMDIs, the Integrated Community Exchange. And this is, again, going to be an initiative that we're going to be focusing very much towards over the next few months and ensure that it helps uh, or that we're doing our bit in making interoperability feasible. Are you finding your competitors are developing product in population health as well, or are you finding yourself unique out there as you're competing? When we started this initiative, this was obviously a very, very unique idea to us, and we still do not have many competitors. Most of our largest competitors, in fact, are not uh, investing very much in the population health management sector. And I think the reason for that, outside of there being little need on their clientele, not having those larger networks and not having larger groups that required such, maybe one. But I think that, again, for us to have invested in this, it was the belief that we had to create a loop, we had to create a network that would communicate or allow communication between cure and physicians, but also have the cap capability and capacity to communicate with sources outside of it and not be reliant on a single source, a single, uh, you know, a single unit as such. So I think that's the sort of mindset that I find missing from many of our competitors. We don't find many of our competitors being that easy or, may I say, information sharing friendly. So we've noticed that many of our competitors, in fact, have, have a tightest of grasp around their information set and are uh, very reluctant to have that shared, which I feel stems into the fact that there is little to no interest in population health management or interoperability as such. Yeah, I have the same observation. And with that, Intrepid Healthcare will return right after this quick break. We'll be right back. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. 
In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world-class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website at www.ctghs.com. And we're back with Ian Walker, Director of Business Development with CureMD. Ian? As you're talking to providers that are evaluating coming along with you that are concerned their current systems won't support the shift from volume to value, what are some mm-hmm. of the things that really excite them about CureMD? What are some of the features that will blow away their current systems? First of all, the transmission of quality measures in real time at the time of the visit. This is something that essentially makes people that are aligned with or part of an ACO that excites them very much in order for them to be able to track their reporting and their compliance with PQRS measures and ACO measures and be able to generate gaps in care reports real-time to address the patient's needs. I think that's something that you don't find in a standalone EMR very many times. You don't find there being a tool set strong enough to support multiple programs, not only the Accountable Care Organization Initiative or the, or the Patient-Centered Medical Initiative, but also provider-specific or entity-specific programs that allow for the identification of problem patients and for there to be comprehensive analytics that are backing that clinical data, which is pulled together from multiple sources, and then be able to drill down by clinical, financial, and administrative data and, and combine them to draw your ultimate report and then be able to act on it. So I think if you look at it from a provider's perspective, essentially it's no longer the amount of time that you've spent with the patient. It's no longer the amount of patients you've seen, as you mentioned, with volume, but it's about the amount of care you've provided, the amount of difference you've made. And with a tool set such as this, backed by and supported by a rigid and strong patient engagement platform, which currently not only has in patient portal, text messaging or emailing and patient reach out and campaigning, that happens from within the system, that I think is the crux of allowing physicians to do what they do best and be able to gauge their performance with all these clinical quality measures and be able to report on them. So if somebody was looking at it from the outside, I think that's their number one concern, that's their number one question. How can we find those pieces in a single platform, in a unified database, in a simple enough manner that that is both usable and deployable and affordable and gets the job done. So QMD, I think, has been doing so for almost two decades consistently. That's why we top the class list. That's why we've been consistent in all customer satisfaction surveys and we've had the highest customer retention rates. And I think that's something that we'd like to, again, invest upon or invest into as we look towards our future. Outstanding. Mobility has been a huge theme the last couple of years. Along that line, you have an iPad-based product called Avalon, it provides mobility and, more importantly, I think, productivity. What can you tell us about how your customers are adopting and using Avalon? Avalon was an idea, again, that 
we had to make physicians mobile, but essentially give them all the tools that are necessary on the go, not have them be confined to the iPad alone, but the systems that would be available and accessible on any platform and any device. So with that in mind, it was built on the latest technology when it came to interoperability, when it came to device independence. And we enabled that or deployed that on the iPad first and foremost because that was the need of the hour. That's what we were being asked for from our clientele. But outside of the iPad, there needed to be that capability of physicians being able to use it on their phones, use it on their tablets, and be able to carry that with them and peek into their practice from virtually anywhere in the world. So again, we've noticed more and more providers shifting solely on the iPad, doing more and more on the iPad alone and not having to have a hybrid approach between desktop and iPad. So again, it provides me with that comfort that we were looking in the right direction when we launched the iPad initiative. We were heading in the right direction and we still are to try and make physicians as mobile as we can. And it's been a very, very, very successful transition for a lot of physicians that were dependent solely on their laptops or, or their tablets to have a dedicated iPad app to allow them to peek into their schedule for the day or see the patients and get their entire workflow done with a mobile device. Ian, it looks like we're running close to out of time. Before I let you go, where can people go to contact you and learn more about CureMD? CureMD, again, is available on social media. So if you go into CureMD, Twitter account that people can follow, learn more about the upcoming events at CureMD, the upcoming things that CureMD is going to be investing in and launching, CureMD.com is our homepage. Again, it contains everything about the organization from the solutions that we're developing to the events that we're participating in to any upcoming features that we're going to be launching or announcing and partnerships, etc. CureMD is also very active on Facebook. And again, there's multiple number of sources that people can draw information from and more about Perfect. Ian, it was great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and sharing great information about CureMD with us. My pleasure. Thank you very much for your time, and we appreciate that as well, Joe. Absolutely. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Ian Walker, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.